right, let's go. Sadly, 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 I am solo tonight because someone has a birthday and someone doesn't want to work on their birthday. So, happy birthday to manager and let's get started. So, welcome back to episode 14 of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here, I alone have the stuff. And you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. Technically, manager has the stuff as well, but she isn't here, so taking a few points away from her. But first of all, let's wish her a happy birthday. It is... A pretty, like, a pretty good reason to miss the show. It's a pretty good reason to miss the show. I'll, I'll let her get off the hook this time. And, uh, but the show must go on. The show must go on. So, as normal, I did my workout today. And we'll give you the rundown of the songs that I listened to. So I started off with Rod Stewart. Out of all people. You know, sometimes you just need a fun song to start the list to get you going. So I started off with Young Turks, and then Have You Ever Seen the Rain? And then Move Down, Move Down, I'm going down my list, to uh, Rob Thomas. Uh, what's the song? Uh, die One Day, Die Another Day Younger, not something like that. Um, and then I went to Coldplay, and then I went to, see, I don't like how Spotify sets up your like songs, because there's, to my experience, there's no way to actually focus, like, if you have songs all over the place, like, it's really hard to kind of browse them and to figure out where you are so uh yeah rob thomas another day die younger um then a song from wreck it ralph 2 i believe called best friends i think it's from that soundtrack and then matt and kim come together now i said coldplay that song was a head full of dreams and then i had a little fun and i went to new kids on the block with summertime tonight and then, keeping up with the boy bands, I went to Backstreet Boys to Crawling Back to You, which I think is probably their best song. And just for manager for today, I selected a Post Malone song called Candy Paint, because that is one of her favorite artists. So, happy birthday, manager. That one goes out to you. It was pretty decent. I added it to my like songs. So now I think you have two songs that I have liked. Two songs. Now, I guess we could go on to topic one. Topic one, keeping with the happy birthday theme, I thought it would be fun to look at a couple people that also have an August 13th birthday. So, it definitely varies on the spectrum from 
good people to bad people, and I'm only going to look at two. So, for the bad, you have Fidel Castro, and I don't think anybody really wants to have the same birthday as this guy. So, I don't think any explanation is really needed for this person, but, uh, you know, I... Not, not such a good guy, so I won't talk too much about him. I think manager would want to erase, erase him from being a part of her birthday. But on the opposite hand, you have Alfred Hitchcock, the master of suspense. And this is a pretty good one. I actually... I didn't grow up on him, but lately I've been getting more into him just because of the stuff that's on TV, on cable, and uh, I believe it's on PBS. I could be wrong about that, but uh, I think late at night, you know, it's the Alfred Hitchcock uh, suspense or mystery hour or something like that, and all that stuff is really good. I love how it's black and white. I love how, um, you know, the stories are actually really well done for being, I think, a half hour each. Maybe they're 15 minutes each. I'm not sure. It seems while you're watching it, the things, like the stories go by pretty quickly. So that's why I'm getting a little messed up right now. But I would say if you have not watched any of his things I would definitely check him out um what was it called what was it called what was it called I'm looking him up I believe it was called it could have just been easily Alfred Hitchcock presents but so he directed over 50 films and has a total of 46 Oscar nominations and six wins. I mean, that's one hell of a career. Uh, I especially like his intro to that show because it's just him pretty much the silhouette of his, I guess, side view. And I, I have to say, I don't think a lot of people from their side view are pretty recognizable. I think him and maybe Trump but I'm trying to think of other people where just from their side with no details just their silhouette that you could distinguish them and those two people are they must be truly iconic for it to actually work like that but I think it's so nice I mean you have such a simple intro and then he usually has like a little monologue in the beginning and at the end and those are really fun I think you really get a sense of who he is and the type of the type of material he tries to he tries to work with uh I think one of these days I might take a day or a weekend and try to really go into the depths of some of his movies because I'm more crackers stop Sorry, that was my cat, my other cat. Not Chirp, but that was Crackers. Um, 
yeah, one of these weekends, I'm going to take a couple days and really go through, uh, you know, I want to see rear run. God, I can't talk today. See what you do, manager? When you're not here, I can't talk. It's hard to talk to yourself on here. But uh, I want to see rear window, vertigo, north by northwest, psycho. Um, you know, and those are probably the big ones from him. But uh, I want to see, I want to see a bunch of his stuff. I want to see. Let me see, let me see if I could. Crackers, stop. He's being very distracted today, and it's already hard enough to talk by yourself on here. So I apologize for... I apologize, but not apologize. Sorry, not sorry about the whole thing. And I also want to see the birds. So I remember seeing this movie, <laughs> and it's just a creepy concept about, I think at the end... Sorry, spoilers, but... um. I think at the end, they leave, someone leaves the house, or it's a shot outside the house, and it's just, the world is full of birds. I could be mistaken, but that is pretty terrifying, because, uh, I mean, I don't know what the heck you're going to do. There's no way to escape, so, uh, so I think, yeah, in the near future, that might be a thing, so... I'll go from Disney movies to Alfred Hitchcock movies. Extremely different, but you know, that's what makes it fun and exciting. And let's, I guess that's enough talk about that. So there you have it, manager. It's your birthday, along with Fidel Castro and along with Alfred Hitchcock. And there's a bunch of other people too, but I don't think anybody, anybody like a household name. So Maybe I'll send you the list over a message or something. So now let's move on to topic two. Topic two is, since we're inside so often nowadays, what have we been doing to bide our time? Or to entertain ourselves? So, it would be nice to hear from you guys if you guys want to send us a message and let us know what you guys are up to please send anything to lesbotp at gmail.com and maybe those things will become a discussion maybe they'll become a topic but until then i'll just say what we've been doing or what i've been doing on the inside and lately I haven't played too many video games, but I have played Overcooked and Untitled Goose Game. Now, Overcooked is pretty good. It's like a decent multiplayer game where you just tried to make the dishes. So basically, you're chefs and you just are uh, working together with whoever else you're working with or playing with. And you're just making the dishes and then putting them up and you know, as long as you get enough stars or money or tips, you get to move on to the next level and so forth. And I would say the concept's pretty good and it's pretty creative with the with the layouts that you have. Like you're not just in a normal kitchen. You have all these things going around you. That's all right. And then Untitled Goose Game, which is pretty surprising. It really reminds me of 
a like a Google game. It has that style, that look and style, but it's a fun game because you <laughs> like it's pretty much a small world but an open world where you're just a goose and you're trying to do all these like a list of things and at first you don't really I believe you don't really know what the heck you're doing but you're just messing around and after a while you just I don't know some of the objectives might be like take the keys off the farmer or you know make the kid trip on his own shoes or make the or make a picnic like drag all these items to a certain area and uh it's pretty much like a big puzzle and it's it's pretty intuitive i i think it's a pretty clever game for nowadays you know it just shows you that something doesn't have to be so complicated it could be pretty simple as long as the gameplay and other aspects like come together it can it can work out it doesn't have to be like a huge huge project to make to make something like grand and great like it could be i guarantee you people put a lot of work into this but you know you don't need to have like you know nintendo behind it or you know say another big big company or something behind it you don't need those iconic characters to make the game work i mean to tell you the truth the goose is pretty cute and you know how it just waddles around and you can make it like i don't know does a gook does a goose quack i don't know whatever sound he makes like you could just go around just doing that the entire time and it's pretty hilarious uh speaking of big games the big game right now i think that just came i don't know if it just came out or if it's semi new to me because i'm not fully into the video game world anymore is fall guys i've been watching a bunch of people play this online i guess it's a pretty uh like it's a big multiplayer game that you play online with a bunch of people and it's kind of a skill game kind of a chaos game to where you're just doing all these mini games and you just gotta be like you have to qualify like it's a race or you just have to like last the longest or um or your team has to win and you have all these mini games and then if you make it to the end like you've reached the finals and then you got to be the last one standing basically but it's a pretty cool game to watch and possibly play but i have not bought a new system in a long time so i probably won't be playing it uh but if you guys have the chance to check it out go check it out it looks like a lot of fun it looks like there's not a lot of loading time for for the amount of players that are in there i think there's like 60 players per round maybe even more uh it gets the players together really fast and it seems like it's like get on the engine go and then if you die you just go into another game and you're up and running like pretty fast so go check out that game and now let's get on to topic three which is another disney movie the last night's one was peter pan 
And Peter Pan's interesting because, you know, there's the animated version, then there's the Broadway version, then there's the live action versions, and then you have other variations, whether it's coming from Peter Pan's point of view, Wendy's point of view, maybe, um, what's, what's his name, Barr, um, give me one second, uh, oh, not Barr, James Matthew Barry, um, coming from his perspective, or the producer's perspective, it's, it's really, it's really interesting how there's all these renditions and to look back and to see Disney's version of it and I think they're finally coming back to their feature film aspect instead of making segments on top of segment you know until it equaled like a feature length length this is finally a movie that's actually feeling like a full-fledged movie now um after I think a 10, a 10 movie period that it wasn't somewhere around there. And I think they do a pretty good job. I think, uh, the voice acting and all that is pretty good. I think the animation is top notch. Some of the shots are really good. Like when they're flying and then they are going to Neverland and they do like this turn. And then the shot is from above them, like above the clouds looking down on them. That is an amazing shot. It's It has these moments that are really well. Um, I just wish after seeing all the other things of Peter Pan that I've seen, I wish that it wasn't as so-called kiddish. From, you know, the two that I'm going to like pinpoint, or three, I should say. So I've seen the... I've seen the Peter. I've seen a version of Peter Pan on Broadway. Uh, I've seen Hook, and then I've also seen Finding Neverland. And I think that they're all great, um, but all those seem to have a much more mature feel and a more emotional attachment to it. This seems more of like a very kid-based, like put it on, let your kids watch it, let them have like their imagination like run wild but there's really no like heart strings really pulled here but besides that I think that the characters are really good uh I wouldn't say Peter Pan's my favorite character I would say Smee is a great character I would say the crocodile is probably my favorite character and uh Tinkerbell is awesome I think that those three characters are the ones that, like, it's very weird how they take over the movie, because they're not the main characters, but they're the ones that I remember, they're the ones that have the most fun in the movie, they're the ones that have kind of the best moments, and... Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good comeback to the feature film for Disney. And next up will be Lady and the Tramp. And maybe I will get a chance to look at the live action version as well that went directly to Disney+. And this has been episode 114 of Lay VOTP.